Hello and welcome to the New Writers Podcast. This is episode one. Welcome. You are in on the ground floor, my friends. My name is Chris Lang and I am your host, your podcaster. Yeah, so let me tell you a little bit about myself and what I'm doing. For starters, I don't really know. <laughs> um, I know that sounds funny, but uh, you know, I am I am a new writer and what I am trying to do, I'm unpublished, haven't published a single thing, and I'm hoping that one day I will be published, traditionally, or through Amazon, or, you know, Kindle, or Kindle Select, or, or was it Kindle Unlimited, all that good stuff. I'm hoping that one day I'll be able to have a book in my hand that I wrote and say, hey, I wrote this, and yeah, but I'm not there yet. And so this podcast is going to act kind of as a chronicle to of my journey. And, you know, they always say that, um, you know, you never know uh, it, what, what works for one success, successful author or writer doesn't necessarily work for anyone else. And I've kind of followed some podcasts and there's some other writers that I've kind of you know, they give writing advice and, and they say that, you know, some of them are traditionally published. They got agents, they got book deals, they get very cool advances. And, uh, you know, they, that's their experience. Other writers have gone indie and have self-published through Amazon and have made quite a living doing it. And then, you know, there's others who, yeah, some of these indie publishers that I've that I've seen and that I follow, they have actually, they to me, I, everybody has their own pace, but to me, it seems like they just crank out books very fast. And I'm not, I I don't crank books out that quickly, <laughs> or at least not yet. Anyway, I'm sure once I, you know, as I get better, as I, you know, my process gets ironed out, as we call it, yeah, I could be there, but definitely not starting out that quick so yeah so this is a this is the get to know you podcast so and by get to know you i mean get to know me so let me give you a little background i i am a science fiction guy to the core man it is yeah and i'm not i'm not picky about it you know you get those people like oh i love star wars oh i love star trek oh one's better than the other no there is room in my heart for all um and with space to spare for uh, Babylon 5. So, you know, Star Wars, Star Trek are both prevalent in my preferences. And, you know, up to two of my favorite moments came come from both of those series. In in Star Trek, it's it's got to be the uh Spock's death scene in Wrath of Khan. Sorry, spoilers for what was that? Was that the seventies or <laughs> No, I'm sorry, eighties. You know, um, but yeah, Spock dies in, in at the end of Wrath of Khan, and the words spoken between him and Kirk, and even Kirk's eulogy after you know, they, oh, gets me every time. It's just so, so good. And then from Star Wars, one of my favorite scenes quotes was uh, comes from uh, at the end of the Return of the Jedi where, you know, Luke and Vader are dueling, the rebel fleet is getting its butt handed to it, and, you know, Luke, 
you know, Vader starts talking smack about Leia, saying, oh, I can maybe I will turn her as a horrible Vader impression, by the way. And Luke gets a little mad and chops Vader's hand off. And then he looks at his own hand. And then the Emperor's like, good, good. And I don't know why he, I don't know why he sounds like Tom Hardy's Bane, but he does in my head. And Luke looks at his hand, his, mecha- his own mechanical hand, looks at the Emperor's like, you have failed, your highness. I am a Jedi like my father before me. I'm like, oh man, such a good moment. You know, all the, all the, all the, the training, all the, every, everything led to that moment where he was on the, on the brink, on the precipice and he backed away. So anyway, yeah, back in, I think what first got me started on science fiction, I, uh, my earliest science fiction memories, (laughs) I was in fifth grade in elementary school and I had a great teacher, uh, Mr. Hendrick. He, um, we had this textbook, and there was a science fiction story in the textbook. And I remember the name of it, but I don't remember the author. I, I'm sure I could look it up, or you can look it up if you're so inclined. But I, the name of the story was called The Forgotten Door. And it was just a short little story, you know, that they put in textbooks that for kids to read, for students to read. And it was this, this story, I'm not going to, you know... Yeah, summarize the story but it 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 hit me it got to me it was like this was a good story you know and it wasn't about like monsters or aliens or anything like that but it was just our space even there wasn't even a spaceship in it but the whole concept behind it just was great it, it starts off this kid is you know standing on a hillside with his family and he falls and he falls through a door and he wakes up and you know he people he, he's kind of disoriented, he's lost, he's looking for people, and looking for his people, looking for his family, and he comes across, I think, some other kids, and they're like, whoa, you, you know, you're kind of weird. But anyway, it goes from there, and it turns out like he fell through like a portal or something like that. Anyway, it just, but that part doesn't come till the end. Spoilers if you're going to read it for, God, what was it, 25 years ago? Um, but it was, it was really good. And also Mr. Hendrick showed, showed me in the class um, an episode of the Twilight Zone, and the episode I think it was I don't know I want to say it was called the Cottage, but I'm not sure. And it's just there's there is no words spoken throughout the whole episode, and it's just it opens with this cottage on a hillside, and there's this uh, woman living there by herself. It's at night, and these little aliens land, and they you know they she ended up fighting with the aliens, and yeah, it's just. That that was my, I think that was my earliest memory of like a good plot twist because at the end it shows you know that the aliens were astronauts from NASA and that just blew my mind like the whole time there was these tiny little aliens that she was fighting and they got like you know they they when you it's one of those shows where you you think about it it's like they didn't really attack her they just kind of i mean they were kind of it was kind of scary it was like a you know an intense situation and but when when you you go back and watch it like at first they were just kind of beeping at her and flashing lights and so it was like they were trying to communicate because you know it was a giant alien but anyway the the whole the whole episode was great if you have not seen it i highly recommend you go and look up the correct name of it and you know try and uh, and, and watch it even though I just kind of spoiled the whole thing for you. But anyway, you know, it's, it's still good. In fact, you know, I'm going to go ahead and vouch for all of Twilight Zone. It's just really good stories and very good plot. All right, 
so that's kind of like my science fiction background. Let me give you the background on myself. So let's see. I kind of I, I started off as always. I've always kind of been a strong writer, and people and it's not it's not something that you realize until people tell you. Um, and it's which is very weird to to admit it because I don't you know I don't walk around all day. It's like yeah, I'm a strong writer. Um, but you know, it's kind of one of those things that people validate for you. And, and I, I feel like I've, that's been going on since I was young. And people have been, I remember one time, again, back in elementary school, I, we had a, an essay we needed to write. And in that class, I think it was a sixth grade. And in that class, we uh, exchanged papers, exchanged essays, and we graded each other's. And I got a low grade. It wasn't, it wasn't like, horrible but i think it was the best you could do was like five and i think i got like a three and the reason that happened was you know the teacher took a look at it because i usually get you know get fives and she looked at it and she read it and she's like oh well the reason you know you should have gotten a five and the kids who had graded or the kid who had graded my paper like, why i couldn't understand you know what does that word mean and i had been what had happened is i had been using like really you know advanced vocabulary and the kid didn't understand what i was saying so it was kind of, you know, kind of unfair to 12-year-old me. 12-year-old Chris wasn't happy about that, felt robbed. But it's actually a pretty good lesson as far as, you know, writing to your audience. You can't you can't write beyond, well, yeah, you can't write beyond your intended audience. So, uh, so yeah, that's that's been a thing. It's always kind of been there in the background. Um, I, in college, I, I studied psychology, got my degree. Um, from there, I went into social services, and for a good amount of time, I was I worked at a group home. I'm doing good work there, and then I became a social worker, and that was, yeah, that was kind of rough. Uh, <laughs> I won't lie. And I, after a while, I realized, you know, that's that's not for me. And so, you know, they, <laughs> if you if you go looking for writing advice, you always come across. People say, "Oh, don't quit your day job." Well, when you start writing, if you're gonna if you're gonna write professionally, if you're gonna write to publish, don't quit your day job. So yeah, right off the bat, I quit my day job. Then I started writing. <laughs> so <laughs> there you go. Uh, already breaking rules, but you know it worked out. It worked out. And so that was, oh, geez, that was two, almost three years ago. I um I started writing. I started writing short stories. Um, short science fiction stories. I was getting into the meat and potatoes of writing as far as like I knew how to write, but I needed to learn story structure. I needed to also learn what worked for me. You know, some people can just sit down and write, you know, they get to get the story in their head and just write it out. And I thought I was that person. Other people, they outline, they make, you know, page, pages long outlines and that works for them. And so... You know, as some of you probably heard, you know, the the difference between pantsers and plotters. And I thought I was a pantser. My first couple of short stories were were just off the cuff, like, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. I'm going to put that in there. And and a couple of things about those short stories, they weren't very long. They weren't very long. I think a couple of them actually were under a thousand thousand pages, under a thousand words. I think one was like 700 words. And it was, you know, they were... 
I felt like I I kind of did that intentionally too to cut my teeth to to get experience. You know, they say if you're going to be a writer, write. So I wrote, and um, oh, I forgot to mention the very first thing that I wrote for fun. Uh, it was back when, and I'll post it. It's up on my my blog. My blog is the the Langenlog dot wordpress dot com l a n g a n l o g dot wordpress, and it's one of the first stories. It's one of the first articles you find on there. It's called The Bar. And this story, what I wrote, it was, gosh, I, I, <laughs> again, I'd have to look it up when it, when it dropped. But we had just gotten word that there, Disney, it was after Disney bought Star Wars. And we had just gotten word that they were going to be making a brand new sequel trilogy with older Luke, older Han, older Leia, and new characters. And... Rumors were swirling. New, the none of the trailers had dropped yet, and but my creative juices were flowing. I was like, oh, you know, and I love Star Wars, and so I wrote this little piece. I think I think this was one of the seven hundred word ones, maybe six hundred, and um, it's called the Bar. And I don't want to spoil anything, but I will tell you that it is it, it's what I would have hoped would have happened with the sequel trilogy. How it would have gone. Don't get me wrong. I'm one of those guys who enjoyed the sequel trilogy. You know, I kind of got the feeling that I could have done, you know, there's some things I feel that I could have done better, but uh, that's kind of presumptuous of me to say. So, um, you know, hindsight's 2020, and I have no idea how to make a movie. And I'm sure that, you know, even if, you know, it's not made by one person, you know, so. But anyway, I could go on a whole podcast about the sequel trilogy, <laughs> but I won't. Uh, instead, let's see, back to my sci-fi, oh, back to my writing. Oh, so, yeah, The Bar was one of the first, well, I think it was the first thing I wrote, uh, and then, it's pretty, you know, it's pretty much fan fiction, and then I started writing original stuff, short stories, and I, and I had like a good, I think I had like 16 original short stories in some state of being. Some of them were just ideas. Some of them were done. Some of them needed editing. Some of them had like a paragraph. And then I got the idea to write a book. I said, you know what? I got a great idea for a book. Something that I would enjoy. They all, and they say that, you know, write write to an audience. Write to someone. Write for someone. And so this first one I wrote for me because I thought it was entertaining. I wanted to be entertained. And so I wrote my book. And... I've got the I finished the first draft and it ended up being 120,000 words which for those of you who from from everything I've heard I shouldn't say for those of you who know from everything I've heard 120,000 words is a little long for a science fiction novel the range I think it's on the upper range I think the the normal range is about 90,000 so if you go 70,000 words, it's still fine, but it's it's a little short. And if you go 100,000 words, it's uh, it's it's still fine. But 120,000 words is, I, I believe, a little long. And believe me, it's very raw. It's I, I think I did like a spell check. <laughs> did a spell check pass, and that's it. I need to... After I was done, I put it away. I, I'm letting it marinate, as they say. And... I still think about it. It's still in the back of my head, but I, I'm letting it marinate. And I know I need to go back, and I need to do some organization. I need to go through and see 
because since I've writ- written that, I have learned a lot about story and structure, um, you know, character journeys, character plot lines, um, you know, how, how characters should change throughout a novel, throughout a story. You know, it's really boring if they if there's no change. If they're like, hey, I'm a good guy. I'm going to do good, good things. Yeah, great, wonderful. Um, super boring, though. Um, so, yeah, I know that there's need, there needs to be struggle. There needs to, like, meaningful struggle. Like, I had stuff happen in that book, but there needs to be more meaningful struggle, which I will go back and work on. So, but while I was letting it marinate, I went back to the first original short story I wrote. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to work on this. I'm going to practice my editing. And so I went through and I edited it, edited it, and I thought I'd done a pretty good job. And then I had, I, I, I reached out to some people who I knew. I'm like, hey, can you take a look at this and see what you think? And the, and the important thing here is I told them to be honest. Don't worry about hurting my feelings. You know, if it doesn't, if something doesn't work, tell me. I want to know. I want to make it good. I want to make it better. And they're like, okay, okay. And so they took a look at it, <laughs> and they they sent back some some suggestions, and it, it was that was a gut check. I was like, oh man, I thought this was good, but they've got a lot to say about it, which was which was good. You know, when, whenever you get gut checked in writing, you need to give yourself time to process it. So I, I, you know, my 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 friend, she came back and. And told me, like, you know, this needs, you know, you should change this, you should change this, this is boring, this part is not, you know. And, and she wasn't rude about it. She was very, she was very matter-of-fact, which was great, which was fantastic. Because she, because, you know, it's very tough to take criticism. Especially when you, when you write, because writing is such a personal endeavor. You put, you're putting part of yourself out there. You're like, hey, I made this. I came up with this. All these ideas are mine. Tell me what you think. You're like, oh, well, that one's garbage. <laughs> so I was like, that's that stuff to take. So what I did, I gave myself a day, which is, it was a good time. I gave myself a day. I said, okay, let's make this better. And after that day passed, I put my big boy pants on. I was like, all right, let's get to it. Let's fix it. And so we fixed, we fixed it. And we're still, we, we I, had, I went through and did like a pretty solid rewrite of, the, of that story. Uh, and it is kind of night and day compared to what what it is now compared to what it had been. Very, I like it a lot more. My friend likes it a lot more. And so, yeah. And it was originally that story was originally meant to be a one off, but she asked me. She's all, "Hey, are you gonna continue on with this story?" And I said, "I wasn't. You know, I told her I wasn't planning on it." She's like, "I think you should." <laughs> and but you know, if you go from having the idea in your head to having it be just a one and done one off story to, you know, you, in your mind, you're done. That's it. There's nowhere to go from there. What, what could possibly, and then, you know, I had that train of thought, like what could possibly happen next from here? Oh, I could do that. You know, these characters could still do that. They could go here. Oh, okay. So, so that's kind of where I'm at. And my friend is actually, uh, I've got, she, I've talked to her and, convinced her to be the editor for my novel that's still marinating and I'm really excited about that um, because I think I, I'm really happy with how how she helped to make this first original short story better and 
yeah, so she's going to help me with the, with my novel. She's going to edit edit my novel, and I'm going to pay her. Don't worry, you know, never. You, and that's a big thing too. Don't work for th- don't work for free. And if you can pay people, pay people, because it's absolutely worth it. But oh, and another funny part is that. Sorry, I mentioned a little bit. The I decided to write um, a follow up to my my uh, <laughs> formerly one off short story, and so she. <laughs> I told her about it. I go, I go, Hey, you remember when you asked me? And I said, nah, it's just going to be a one off. I go, well, I am currently working on the, the sequel. And, and all she replied, this was over text. All she replied was yay. <laughs> so she's so excited, which is, which that is a good feeling to know that at least one person who, who is, you know, knows my story, knows the first story that I wrote has been helping. It has been deep in helping me with it is excited for the next one that is that is worth a lot to me and yeah so i hope i hope that you guys you know if you guys are out there writing you have moments like that where (laughs) i don't want to call it validation but that's pretty much what it is (laughs) you know people validate you know what you're doing you are you're, you're a storyteller and people say yeah i like that story i want more of that story but on the other hand you always have to realize that there are going to be people, for everyone who likes your stories, there's going to be people who don't. And that's okay. You know, not everybody likes everything. There's nothing out there that everybody universally likes. I mean, take a look, you know, Star Wars is a prime example of that. I remember um, with the uh, with the prequels, you know, episode one, two, and three, well, I saw all of those in the theater. And after I had, you know, gotten past the, the Star Wars glow... I was like, yeah, I didn't, I, those really weren't good. I didn't really like, you know, they were still good. I mean, I, I liked them because I, I have this thing where I like everything. I go, but I couldn't bring myself to say that I hated them. I couldn't bring myself to say that I disliked them. They just weren't as good as four, five, and six. And, but back when, when they, when those movies were, were coming out in the theaters, people were like, oh, I hate them. They're awful. Jar Jar Binks, blah, blah, blah. You know, which, you know, I get it. People get mad at stuff. But now we've kind of come full circle and people are, I think as younger people in particular, people who their first Star Wars experience was episode one, episode two, episode three. I think those younger people have fond memories of Star Wars, of, of the prequels. And they're like, oh yeah, I love those movies. And, you know, and so it's, it's almost like, it, like a revisionist history. Although, but it's not. <laughs> it's, it's uh, you know, the younger kids liking that where, you know, some of the older kids, like me, I guess, who grew up with with the originals are just kind of like, nah, not my favorite. You know, the prequels weren't 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 the best. But anyway, hell, hey, look, I'm I'm monologuing about Star Wars again. What a shock. <laughs> so, um I do my plan for this podcast is I want to keep it between tw- each each episode between 20 and 30 minutes. And so, we're at the 25 minute mark and I'm going to start wrapping things up. So, I hope that like I said in the in the beginning, my hope is that any new writers out there can follow my journey, maybe pick up some kernels and tidbits that I share here that I've picked up, and find what works for you. And remember, not everything I you know I talk about is going to be the right way for you to do things because there is no right way. If there was a right way, then there would be a ton of you know world famous writers out there, and they just they just aren't. They just aren't, you know. I mean, there are famous writers, but they would be even more so. If it was easy, everybody would do it. How about that? That's a good 
That was a good analogy. So, um, mine, you have been listening to episode one of the New Writers Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Langan. I'm a writer, unpublished, but I'm going to be. And I hope you you stick with me on this on this journey, on this ride. And I hope I'm able to pass along some tidbits, some information that will help you too in your writing. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Chris underscore Langan, L-A-N-G-A-N. I also have a blog. You can check that out. I write rambly stuff on that blog. It's uh, The blog is called The Langan Log. It is L-A-N-G-A-N-L-O-G dot WordPress dot com. So swing by there, take a take a look, take a browse, take a read, and I hope that you're able. To, you know, you stick with me, and I will I will do my best to earn that. So I'm 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 experimenting with uh, with sign offs here. So let's see how this one goes. Let's see let's see if this one tickles your fancy. <clears throat> here we go. Don't judge me. Um, may your muse smile upon you, and may your words ring true. Thank you.